0: on an empty stomach god damn right it does morning everybody how are you guys nice to see you my name is rudy povich find this podcast on apple podcast spotify and stitcher and every single day at 9 45 a.m it goes live on instagram at rudy underscore povich couple of things to take care of first november 18th jokers grantsburg wisconsin with my buddy jim norder uh we are going to be uh there on a thursday night show is 7 p.m 20 bucks to be able to get in i know it's Quite a haul for most of you, but uh, for anybody who listens in the Wisconsin area, uh, yeah, should be a fun show, man. I was just checking that joint out yesterday, and uh, it seems like I got a good crew of people up there. So hopefully uh, you guys get a chance to come out. Merchandise! We got some right now, rudypovich.com, a long walk to Cleveland, all the stand-up merch, that's up there as well. Uh, Good morning, Danielle. Hi, Amanda. What's up, RJ? And speaking of Jim Norder, good morning to you, sir. Ah, uh, who else we got? Sally, good morning. Scooter, good to see everybody already this morning. Up and Adam Brighton early. Stayed up just a little too late last night as uh, the first game of the World Series was on. Usually, I don't really give a shit about the World Series unless a team that I really dig outside of the Milwaukee Brewers is playing. It doesn't really happen all that often. I don't know if you've noticed baseball, but uh, I do like it when somebody that I kind of somewhat enjoy, the Atlanta Braves, not a huge fan, but whatever, take on those crummy Astros. Fuck, those guys are the worst. For how big of fucking cheaters those guys are, they spend a lot of time in the fucking World Series, do they not? Jesus, but last night, first batter. Wow. Game one, World Series, first batter. Here you go. There's one slammed in 11. And he puts Atlanta up one zip with a first swing of the fall classic. My goodness. Already up and at him. That should be fun, though, because Atlanta up 6-2 to It's the end of the first game. In Houston, nonetheless, Astros going to have a tough time. Holy shit, they've got a battle back. Game two is tonight. That should be fun, man. I'm looking forward to uh, usually because usually this time of year i'm up at the cabin i haven't had a chance to get up there recently just because of how busy i've been uh with shows and work and and usually man like them duck hunting nights six thirty. you got a glass of wine or a whiskey in your hand you're watching some baseball dude it's the best but uh hopefully this weekend I'll get up there on friday check it out what's up chad morning mira hi olina what's up Lindsay? nice to see everybody thank you guys for stopping by really appreciate it Uh, something I wanted to bring up real quick Uh, you guys may have heard about this the CEO of Spanx there's a lot of ladies who listen to this podcast I don't need to explain it you guys know exactly what it is for the guys uh, feel free to go ahead and google that shit cause you're being lied to gentlemen you are being lied to that is exactly what's going on they're lying to you 1000% and you know what, lie away lie all you want ladies, it's all bullshit it's all bullshit. Wear the Spanx if you want. I kind of have like a roundabout connection to this Sarah Blakely, the CEO of Spanx. She just sold her company $1.2 billion. Uh, this is her giving away a first class ticket to any destination her employees want along with $10 million or excuse me with that $10,000. Here you go. To celebrate this moment, I have bought each one of you two first class tickets to anywhere in the world. You know, if you go on a trip, you might have to like, you might want to go out to a really nice dinner, or you might want to go out to a really nice hotel. So, with everybody's two first-class tickets to anywhere in the world, you are each getting ten thousand. Jesus, what a gift! The last radio station I was at gave out a box of chocolates. And I'm not talking, like, Ghirardelli. I'm not talking good chocolate. I'm talking about, like, a fucking four-by-four four box of, like, nine chocolates. That was our Christmas gift. Which, when I received that, I I know people were like, can you fucking believe this? A box of chocolates as a Christmas gift? I'm like, bitches, I'll take this chocolate all day because I have fucking, I have worked for some shitty-ass cheap motherfucking radio stations and those motherfuckers give you nothing they give you nothing there is no fucking compensation there's jelly of the month club you know why clark griswold lost his fucking mind i get it i get it so when you hear people scream like that nice lady doing nice shit fucking awesome good for you guys it's a month it's a fucking box of chocolates that's what you get That's it. And that is a fucking godsend. I have worked for, I worked for a fucking radio station one time where corporate showed up. They had allowed us to have, first off, the company who owned us before brought us down to the fucking Hilton, downtown Minneapolis to the nines, baby, to the fucking nines. They had this thing all dished. It was the shit every every turn every time you turned around it was like there was another lobster they were just fucking throwing lobster tails at you they were like eat the good shit eat it eat it mickey mouse is paying for it you fucking eat it and then we got bought out and the year after we got bought out that company came and said we will allow you to have a christmas party but you guys got to pay for it it's like are you fucking kidding me what so we all got together and went, fuck it, let's go bowling. So we all got together. We all went bowling. Everybody had a glorious time. The year after that, that same bullshit fuck company was the ones that came to us and said, dude, sorry, no more. You can't even, even if you want to pay for it yourself, you can. Fuck you. We're all, and some of us got all got together and just went, fuck it. We're, fuck you guys. There's no way. I'm not, it's bullshit. I hate it. I hate uh, it. I know that there's like a glitz and glam facade about radio and like, it must be glamorous. Fuck no. Those people treat you like shit. Even the good ones don't treat you that great. It's it's so fucked. It's so fucked. So when I hear stuff like this, I applaud her. I applaud Sarah Blakely. I think it's great. All of her employees, fuck this. This was probably going to cost this woman like $4 million to be able to do this, right? And that's fantastic. And I'm glad she's got the money to do it. She's an incredibly nice lady. I uh, I looked her up. This was years ago because I worked for a company called Love Because as I said, radio not as glitzy and glammy as you goddamn think it is. During downtime, just to be able to like pay the bills, I had to take a job selling furniture at a fucking mall. Selling beanbag chairs to rich people. And while I was there, the guy who started that company, who I got nothing against, he was a, he's a decent dude. Some of the people that he employed were fucking assholes and fuck those guys. Trying to, I, I was a, nothing but a model employee for these people. Show up every day, bust my ass. I asked one time, I'm like, hey, so there's this position that's kind of like a corporate that maybe, and they were like, fuck no, are you, no. <laughs> Get back to hawking fucking furniture on Saturdays, asshole. Okay, never mind. Fuck it. I guess that's what we're doing here. But the guy who started that company was on Richard Branson's like Entrepreneur Extreme or some bullshit reality show. And that guy with his beanbag company won first place. You want to know who came in second? Sarah Blakely from Spanx. Let that be a, let that be a lesson, kids. Every time you watch American Idol and you see, you know, Clay Aiken was second. Clay Aiken did not win. Clay Aiken was not the guy who won. It was the, what was his name? Roland? Teddy? Glorious, large black man with a velvet voice. What the hell was that guy's? Ruben. Ruben. There you go. Ruben. I don't know why I remember this. Second place, man. Always. Listen. I know it sucks. Like, now we say it's the first loser. Not in the long run. Not in the long run. How many people? Carrie Underwood. I believe Carrie Underwood did not win American Idol. I don't know if she came in second, but I don't know if she won it. You'd have to go back and look it up. And I'm I don't have that in me right now. I'm too busy getting on this jag. But every time like I see that name spangs, I always I always laugh and just go, dude, second place. Second place is what you shoot for second. Just because you didn't get first, who gives a shit? It's fine. Shoot for second. In the long run, things are gonna work out for you much better uh she was the first winner no because kelly clarkson was the first winner of american idol and i remember that because i remember watching that justin and kelly movie holy shit i had to watch i I think we had lost a bet because that movie had come out it was called like justin and kelly forever justin and kelly forever well i I hate to break it to justin but only one of those people was going to be living on forever and it wasn't him but Kelly Clarkson's had an outstanding, stellar career. Outstanding. And she's like the exception to the rule. Because most of these people that go on, Chris Daughtry didn't win American Idol. Fuck no, he did not. And he's, he had a good run. I don't know if he's still around or not. He seemed to be like an all right dude. There was a couple times he'd roll through radio stations. We'd shoot the breeze. He was all right. He was an okay guy. I think after a while he was kind of getting tired of, because he wanted to be like a rock dude. You know, I think he wanted to be Motley Crue, and he's like, Christ, I'm tired of singing these ballads to like, you know, 17-year-old girls. But Scooter, she won season four. Thank you very much. I know I don't have a producer on the show, and I'm too lazy to look it up. But yeah, there's a couple other a couple others that are in the mix that did not win, who have had much bigger careers than the people who actually won those years. So, yeah. So uh yeah, season four winner. Yeah, I knew that she. I couldn't remember if she was the winner or came in second, but yeah, nah, Scooter, you, you don't want to be a producer, Jesus Christ. You can. You're far too smart for any of that stuff. Again, nothing but like you know, middle aged alcoholics or kids who don't know any better to be producers. Anybody who's worth their salt would never take a shit job like that. Uh, but I like this uh, Sarah Blakely. I was uh, The reason why I looked her up is because after I would found out that the dude from our company had lost to her, I was like, well, I wonder what the... Or uh, had, had beat her. I'm like, I wonder what this Spitfire is all about. And uh, there was a lot more people wearing Spanx than buying beanbags. Eh, just saying. Also, isn't that the least sexiest thing you've ever seen somebody do is get out of a beanbag chair? It's by far the least sexiest. If you want to know if you can be with somebody... Like date four, take them out, go beanbag shopping, and then go eat chicken wings. That will tell you, if you can get through that date and still look at that person as sexy, you you, got to keep her. It's the least sexiest thing on the planet, getting out of a beanbag chair. Just rolled over fucking gut. Just, you look like a beached whale rolling onto the floor. You're doing that move or you're kind of crab pushing yourself up out of the beanbag chair. Your knees are all bent. The fupa just hanging out. You're like, I didn't even know I had a fupa. Look at, the, where'd this thing come from? You got one getting out of a beanbag chair. You've never looked worse. Seriously, date four, take a dude out. Beanbag chair and wings. If they're still sexy, keep them. Lindsay, dude, watch someone get out of spanks before doing it. got. Uh, I, I, I bet, I bet, holy shit, I bet it's got to be just absolutely... Yeah, that's why I don't mind being lied to. I don't mind being lied to. Mel, that's me getting out of my hammock. No, I go, I get that. Oh, dude. Hammocks, that's another one. You do that move where you like swing your foot, your leg over the side and you, especially for little guys like me, I can't reach the ground. I'm like, help, help. Somebody fold this bitch over. Get me out of here. Ah, uh, Amanda, unless you're already close to the ground. See, that's why I can't do hammocks. That's why I can't do hammocks. Scooter. Oh, no, you didn't. The fupa. Listen, man, now fupas getting out of. Be- they just arrived. They're there for the nine seconds it takes you to unsexily get out of a beanbag chair. I, I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. <sighs> Kelly, you ever watch someone get out of Spanx like we were just talking about? I haven't. That's why? I don't want it. I don't want to. I would much rather have a gal say, uh, I got to run into the bathroom real quick and uh, take a number one and then come out out of the spanks." Listen, I, I, I don't want to watch that. Ugh, gross. You ever seen dudes try to like, they got like the skin tight, the, the boxer briefs, start pulling those things off when they're doing the, the, the move with the legs when you got it. Nah, it's gross. Ugh. Too much jiggling. Way too much jiggling. I'm at... Listen, ladies, I I applaud you for goddamn trying. Squeezing yourself into those fucking sausage casings just to be able to go out on a Friday night and maybe give your guy a boner, depending on what age he is. (sighs) Kelly, did you ever hear about the guy who filed for divorce... The day after he got married, she took off her makeup for the first time and he sued for misrepresentation. Listen, I get why all this shit exists. I get it. I'll never forget about Dustin Hoffman's line when he was like, dude, I am uh, Dustin Hoffman when he did Tootsie. They sat him down in the chair and they made him into a woman and he went, okay, great. Now make me pretty. And they're like, that that's it. It doesn't go any further than this. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like that's this is make me make me pretty. And they're like, We can't. <laughs> You're Dustin Hoffman. That's as good as it gets. And he's like, Well, what the fuck? And that's when he realized, like, okay, that's why all this shit exists. Blush, eyeliner, mascara, all that stuff. He gets it now. Totally one thing. And I get it too. I a thousand percent get it. I totally do. Ask any dude who, like, only wears out that one pair of jeans because he bought them just because, like, they make his thighs look a little bit thinner. All that guy wants to do is get his penis touched. That's it. And that's why he's wearing them. You think I'd wear half the shit, on, like, on a Friday night? You think i want to, like, put crap in my hair and, you know, wear a pressed pair? Of- Fuck no! I want sweatpants and a hoodie! <laughs> nobody would ever converse with that in a bar. So you're like, "Fuck it, I guess I have to get dressed." I don't like it, and that's why. And that's why it's bullshit that like hot gals can get on the planes with sweat with with a tracksuit on because we dum dums are gonna go talk to those girls. Regard they could have a fucking rat's nest on their hair, smell like last night's Jägermeister. You know, have an imprint of a high heel in their thigh, and it'd be like, "Eh, fuck it, whatever, I'll talk to her. She looks like she could possibly clean up. Meanwhile, a dude's pulling out the Sunday best, thinking of any line possible. Goddamn. Uh, Let's see, let's read some comments. Mira, geez, you can take my swimming waterproof baby. You can take my swimming water? You can... you. You can take my, you have a waterproof baby? Wow. A swimming waterproof baby nonetheless? Holy shit. That's great. Um, Danielle, it's like using Snapchat filters for your dating profile on dating apps. Enough with the filters. I get that. That is the other one too. Like I don't mind it so much like when you're out. But yeah, when somebody puts a picture of themselves and they have big doughy eyes and they have like just the prettiest smile, you're like, oof, I don't know about that lady. I don't know. I've seen you. I've seen you in real life. Danny Trejo is kind of more on the side. Ah, uh, Mel, I think she meant me. Oh, me, not my. I thought you meant you had a uh, waterproof swimming baby. If you had a waterproof swimming baby, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, most babies just lay there, but a waterproof swimming baby? I think you got to pay extra for that, for sure. No, the waterproof makeup I get. Uh, yeah, because yeah, who doesn't like a good... That's the last thing you want. You've had a couple of drinks... You want to do a little skinny dipping, you run on down to the, you know, you run out the cabin, you go down to the lake, you take your clothes off, you jump in, you come up to the top and all of a sudden she looks like the creature from the Black Lagoon. You're like, what the, what? Didn't see that coming, did you? No. Gross. Not happening. No, but I I, I do applaud Sarah Blakely. I like her. I think she's a uh, top-notch lady who's uh, really got her shit together. And just like all the stuff, because I, I when that Virgin uh, Richard Branson Virgin entrepreneur show came out, I had watched it just to like get some backstory on our company that I was working for. And that lady, she was like so put. You know, she kind of reminded me of the liberal version of Ivanka Trump. Is that who I'm thinking of? Is it Ivanka? What? Which one is it? I don't know. The daughter who's got her shit together, but she's married to that weird Jared guy. Which one is that? I can't remember. I don't know. His daughter, Kelly, is the one that's in the Dixie Chicks, right? She looks like a Dixie. She looks like Natalie from the Dixie Chicks. Am I wrong about that? I can't be the only one who thinks that. But I'm, I'm is it Ivanka? I don't know. There's got to be somebody out there who hates the guy enough to know all this information. I'd look it up. But again, I have absolutely no (laughs) ambition to do that today. But she's uh, super put together. And think of, think of, here's the thing that they, you can go, I mean, listen, we talk about like, you know, you need a product. You need to be able to, to sell that product, whatever it is. You know what that lady sells outside of just like some tight fabric? She sells confidence. You put that shit on, you feel confident. They say clothes make the man. I a thousand percent agree. I I never feel better than when I'm in a suit. I don't wear and I and maybe that's the reason I only wear one like once every I don't know a year and a half, two years. I had one on last Saturday for about three hours to go to my buddy Chuck's wedding. And when I rolled in, my buddy Chris saw me and was like, "Fuck, dude, you need to wear this every day." Like this should be your jam. Everywhere you go, you should have a shirt with buttons and a tie and dress shoes and a and a sports coat. Cause wow, you clean up nice. And I'm like, I don't like, I don't want to go through all that shit. It's too much work. Way too much work. Way too much. That's why like when you see a gal who's like puts a makeup on for a Friday night, you know, decided to mell, ooh, picks. I don't know if I don't think I took any. I was I I don't like that. I don't like when a guy'll go out like I, listen, if you're walking into the Academy Awards, feel free to fucking take a selfie of yourself in your tuxedo. But if you're just some dude going to a wedding, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you sell yourself, Rudy? What are you selling? Bullshit? I don't know. Just to back up the manure truck? I feel like, uh, uh Biff from Back to the Future. Just spin that vehicle right into the shit truck. Um... Amanda, yes, a guy in a suit is a nice surprise. I agree. I like a good, nice surprise every once in a while. It's nice to have uh, somebody walk in and just like people go, whoa, dude, congrats. Like I get why they keep the girl's hair up in like the 90s rom-com. I get why she's always got her hair like in a bun or like under a hat. Because then when she pulls it off and she waves her hair around, everyone's like, holy shit, look at that gal. Who would have thought Janie was so cute? Oh my god, Freddie Prince Jr. is gonna take her to the prom. Oh, he must love her. Oh, he doesn't? It was a bet the entire time. Oh, Freddie! How'd you break my heart like that? Amanda, a nice shirt and a pair of jeans are good too. Yeah, that's keep it a treat. Keep it a treat. Every, and here's and here's the other part too I don't like. Everybody goes, I like a guy in a pair of jeans. I like a guy who like, looks like he's put together. The second you wear that out in public, people look at you and go, "What a that guy's a prick. That guy's an asshole. Fuck that guy. Fuck that rich guy. Him and his nice press shirt and his nice slacks and his dress shoes and his forty dollar haircut. Fuck that guy. He's a prick. I don't like that guy." But everyone's like, "I wish. I wish. I wish he was like that." know. Huh. And all these ladies who are all like, "I don't like a guy with abs. I like a guy with a dad bod." Bullshit. All you dumb dums like, all these guys were always talking about that all the time. Like, you know, like, uh, I like a gal who's got a little meat on the bone. Uh, really? If a 19-year-old Cindy Crawford were to saddle up next to you and be like, uh, what's up, Rich? How's it going? You really think for a heartbeat you would ever be like, ah, fuck it. I'm out. Never mind. Sorry about that. I can't date you. You don't have too much meat on your body. Bullshit. It's garbage. Danielle, I agree. A nice shirt and nice jeans looks great. Guys sell themselves well that way. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, every once in a while, wear a pair of Levi's that don't fall off your ass. You know, buy a belt. It's a good way to live. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and every single day, it's 945 a.m. Live on Instagram, at Rudy underscore Pavich Kelly. For me, it's about how you smell and shoulders. Yeah, good rounded shoulders and a dude with some good cologne. I bought, uh, my sister bought me the, what was it called? Attract? I can't remember. The Victoria's Secret Men's Cologne from like 15 years ago. I still have it. I still wear it. It's the same bottle she bought me like 15 years ago. Still smells exactly the same. I love it. It's great. I've been using it for years. And the only reason why I use it is because I had a date one night. Uh, this was in Springfield, Missouri. And I was on a date with a gal. And that gal got up from the table, went to use the bathroom. And a, there was a, like three girls sitting next to me. And one of the girls at a different table who I didn't know, one of the girls leaned in and went, I'll never forget the way you smell. That was it. I was hooked. I'm like, all right, from now on, this is the only cologne you will ever wear for the rest of your life. And it always has been. Like sometimes body oils, they got to mix with the cologne the right way. You know, because there are some dudes out there that wear some brute. And you're like, dude, you got to fucking give the boot to the brute. That is some terrible smelling stuff. And your skin does not soak it in well. Gross. All right uh mira yes kelly yes i never forget this one guy who gave me whiplash it's true like when a good smelling dude walks in the room you and it can't be overpowering i mean you got to be like you can't be like five feet away it's got to be that thing where you're like sneaking past him to get a handful of walnuts over at the uh the commissary and you're like huh oh geez oh bill smells amazing wonder what that is somebody get a mop all right you guys i got a bolt you guys have a great day thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death